All right, we're going to start here. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, and just a note, um, the way they divide up chapters is sometimes a little suspect. Um, whoever figured out where they were going to put this verse and that verse, sometimes it's a little bit difficult. And you're like, okay, that's why you get like 70 verse chapters <laughs> sometimes. Because like, this is just a big topic. Um, and... Uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 11 starts with a verse that really is, uh, really belongs to the previous, and I should have noticed that last week, um, but in that closing section, so we're just going to hit it real fast uh, because it speaks for itself, but verse 1 says, imitate me as I also imitate Christ. And in the previous topic, he was talking about what he does and his his giving up of his rights and 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 he's saying at the end of that all that's kind of what christ did christ wasn't married uh i'm imitating that um and he's still giving his suggestions uh, i gave up my rights christ had his rights he gave up his rights not just his privileges but his rights as well and he's like that, that'd be a good policy to have but again he's not saying that some of those things were required but he's just encouraging them uh, so I think verse that that part of verse verse one probably probably properly goes with chapter ten um, and chapter eleven. He's going to transition. We're still under the the main idea of unity. Uh, so we're going to read um, from from uh, really from verse two to verse sixteen, and that's probably. Uh, plenty for one class. He says, uh, Now I praise you, brethren, that you remember me in all things and keep the traditions just as I delivered them to you. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of every woman is man, the head of Christ is God, and every man praying or prophesied having his head covered dishonors his head. Every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, for there is one and the same as if her head were shaved. For if a woman is not covered, let her also be shaved. That it is shameful for a woman to be shorn or shaved, and let her be covered. For a man, indeed, ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and glory of God. But a woman is the glory of man. For man is not from woman, but woman from man. Nor was man created for the woman, but woman for the man. For this reason, the woman ought to have a symbol of authority on her head, because of the angels. Nevertheless, Neither is man independent of woman, or woman independent of man in the Lord. For as women came from man, so also man comes from woman, but all things come from God. Judge among yourselves. Is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it's a dishonor to him? But if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her. For her hair is given to her for a covering. But if anyone seems to be contentious, we have no such custom, nor do the churches of God. Okay. So there's a lot here. Uh, there's nothing like controversial topics in there. Uh, and and uh, those who uh, want the church to be free from controversial topics need only read 1 Corinthians. <laughs> so... Uh, it's uh, it's um, a lot here. Let's let's so let's dive in. What is before we get into this topic? 
specifically, what would you say is the most significant cause of disunity within the church? What, what causes disunity? And we're in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, for those who just came in. Pride. Intolerance. Okay, these are the attitudes. And, and, and that's probably, I, I probably phrased my question wrong. Um, our attitudes, you're right, are our are biggest problem. And that's what creates disunity. What I should say are the, the catalysts. In other words, what is the biggest things that we fight over and, and have disunity over? The things that kind of cause the attitudes to jump in. In yeah, as, as 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 a church, not as a society. Alrighty. Stuff that goes on in these walls. Not Yes. Right. It is the minor issues, and it is all the stuff that has to do with us being together. All the stuff that happens when we're together, and I suppose that's natural because if I'm not with you, then I don't have any source to be disunified with you. So I suppose that's natural. But it's all the stuff that happens here that we, and, and it's the meaningless stuff, really, a, a lot of the times that, that we get upset about. Now, I'm not saying that's exclusively true. We get upset about, like, this person's doing something wrong, right? That happens. But it seems like in my history, and my history is not as long as some of yours, so uh, you can correct me if, if, if you have a different perception. But I've seen it's decor, number one, decor. The paint colors, the pew colors, the pew types, the, and then we get down into stuff that, that is borderline uh, having to do with stuff that goes on here, like... The types of songs we sing, or uh, how fast we sing them, or how slow we sing them. The mixture of songs, like, this is all the types of things that people get upset about. And so, Paul begins a section here where he talks about the stuff that goes on when we're together. And he has to have a section in 1 Corinthians devoted to that, and it starts here uh, in... in uh, chapter 11, and it's going to go through chapter 14. And we're going to find ourselves here, I think, because uh, some of your older go back and you say, well, this is the same. And, and you would ask the people, if you could, who came before you, and they'd say, no, it was the same back then. And we'd go all the way back, and we'd, Paul would say, no, it's, it's not any different. Um, we've thought about the decor for before we had church buildings. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's this section and he starts with a discussion of what what do people hold most dear traditions, traditions. now this he approaches tradition excuse me my throat is really dry this morning he approaches tradition from what perspective a surprising perspective Before we even talk about specific ones, what does he say about tradition? Oh, that is interesting. Not all tradition then is bad, is it? We, we think of tradition as a dirty word. Not supposed to keep traditions. Those are bad things. 
Bible says, eh, not all of them are so bad. Some traditions are good. Um, at least in the church. And, and, and so and he says, you're keeping the tradition. That's, that's good. At least the ones I gave you. Because the traditions that Paul established were, were based on things. Tradition just means a, a, an established thing that we do. We do it because it's always been done. Some things should always be done. And it should become second nature. Communion is a tradition, right? It's a good one. Let's keep it. And we're not, well, that's just tradition. Let's get rid of it. No, it's, it's a good one. Um, so, um, and that's going to be in this section. He's going to talk about communion. Uh, so, so he's going to talk about the traditions and the specific ones that he's given them. So that is the view that we want to look at this section with. So now we get into one of the hardest passages in the entire New Testament to get through. It's one of my least favorite to talk about as a preacher. Um, this is a hard one because our culture smacks right up against this one and has for about 30-something years. More than that, 50, about 50 years. So, um, so we get the topic of hair. And what it means, what's the significance, and is there anything significant in here? Well, it seems for something insignificant, he devotes a lot of ink to it. So, what is the expectation for hair, according to Paul? What is his expectation? Man to have short hair, woman to have long hair. Okay, we're going to get into exactly what that means, but we're going to wait a second. We're not going to jump into the most controversial part of this right away. We're going to get in. What's that? Are you thinking on my character skills? <laughs> I'm not. I, you, you got an issue with Paul, then you want to talk with Paul after church, okay? <laughs> I, I, um, I was delivering newspapers in the 80s, early 80s, 83, 84, and uh, went up to a door. Friday, tip, tip day, right? And that guy goes, there you go, little girl. So we went home and had a haircut. And it's been pretty short ever since. So, Just saying. Let's try that on for size. What is the primary purpose of hair? Long and short. That, that distinction. Huh? To identify. Identify how? Okay. For what purpose? What, what is the significance of the identity? Something we don't really even think of. Well, what do you learn here that, that it identifies? Okay, gender roles. God has a specific identity that he has designed for male and female. We don't get to identify as something. God has identified what you and I are. 
and he wants us to stick to those roles. Um, so that is important. It is a display of authority. So what does long hair signify? <coughs> Let's draw the parallel. What does long hair signify? No, much the opposite. I meant as a guy. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I, okay. Correct. Right. Well, I'm not getting into Old Testament. <laughs> Paul's writing in the New Testament. Gotcha. Samson couldn't have communion, so uh, so let's let's leave that there. So it's a, sig a, signif a significance of that she is under the authority, right? Uh, and when God does things, we're going to get into this. When He does things that kind of look like they hinder or or are a negative, He almost always compensates it in some way. If you go to the Old Testament, for example, you'll see that 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 because of her submissive roles, God gave women certain things. So, so when the men started divorcing them, uh, because men just decided to have that right, God said, we're going to have to have some protections for women. So he said, you're going to have to give a writ of divorce so she can get married again. Right? So that, because you, you don't allow her to work in your society, so she has no ability to provide for herself, and you force her into prostitution. That's about the only way that she can make a living. Because of men. <laughs> Uh, in your society, uh, and so you force, so you're going to have to give her this, right? So God always has compensated people in, in these uh, compromised situations. So, uh, so He says, so we're going to get to to that. Uh, how do people argue with Paul today? Well, what, what's the argument against Paul? That was back then, and this is today. Culture. That's just a cultural thing. Okay. Let's, let's talk about if that is cultural. What are, <clears throat> it's almost like Paul recognizes that that argument is coming. Likely God who inspired it knows that that's coming. And Paul throws in a preemptive strike <laughs> for that argument. This is not a cultural topic. What are the things that Paul bases his arguments on. What are the arguments? Paul says, this is why. This is why it's this way. This tradition. He talks about hierarchy. Okay. With hierarchy based on what? Um, who's first? Who's first? Okay, so it has to do with creation. Paul goes back to creation. Right? So Paul treats the creation story. We, we've talked about this throughout. Paul treats the creation story as literal fact. And he bases doctrine upon it. I don't understand verse 34. Oh, we're not down in verse 34. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. I read I verse 16. I read to... Oh, 14, 14. Okay. 
Oh, we're going to get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. And, and you'll see it's true. It's a true statement. Um, but we, let, let's dig here for a little bit. So, so he, he doesn't, um, he doesn't um, base anything on uh, subjective arguments. In other words, the, the role of man and woman has nothing to do with anything subjective. Right? So, so he bases it on the creation. The order of cre- creation is never going to change. I don't care what culture you're in or what time you're in. The order of creation is the order of creation. And that's what he bases this on. Uh, now we talk about nature. Let's, okay, so we can, we can move on. He talks about nature. Is it nature? What is he talking about when he talks about nature? Okay. Or it just, you know, happens. But okay. so, man does not, his hair doesn't come to a certain length. And okay, so, so he's not, well, if that happened, if that happened, there would be no need to have the discussion. Right. Right? It's, like, it's like if grass grew to three inches and stopped, we wouldn't have lawnmowers, right? It's just, we have lawnmowers to take care of it because it gets out of, gets out of order. So, so he's talking about something to do with nature. What kind of nature then is he talking about? He's not, not talking about the deer and the, the antelope and the, the lions because that, that's, he's not talking about that kind of nature. What kind of nature is he talking about? Where man came from? He's talking about human nature. Doesn't human nature teach us that it is wrong, and we're going to look at both sides of this, because now he's over on the men, right? We've got to switch back and forth, because he's, uh, contrary to popular opinion, Paul is not misogynistic. He will fire uh, slings and arrows in, in, at, at both genders, and at both everybody in his path. <laughs> so, um, does nature teach us that it is a shame for a man to wear long hair? Since the 1960s, we would say, no, who cares? Okay, let's look at world history. Look at the art of any people. At any point in time, you can start from Egypt. You can go through the coinage. You can go through Rome. Look at the coinage or, or anything, any art. You will notice... A trend. Men are depicted with, not always, I'm not talking about short, cropped hair. We can get into that discussion. But there is always a noticeable difference between men and women. It is nature. It's always identifiable. Um, There's also that point. Okay. Why you're talking about depictions of uh, pictures and stuff like that. Hierarchy, monarchies, it seems to me like the paintings show uh, long hair as kings. Uh, what, so so there might be somewhere where there's, you, you might be talking more like, uh, 
like Europe or oh, yeah. like 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 medieval Europe. Yeah, medieval Europe. They get a little. The styles got a little bit longer. But but look at any look at any picture of any Caesar. You will not find wigs. it. Uh, oh, so that's you're getting it later. You're talking about almost the Renaissance area type thing. I, I think you're like thinking of like King Arthur and all that, right? Kind of area. Uh, we're talking about generalizations of nature. Yeah. Can you associate the long hair sometimes with more savage nature? Uh, it's both uh, an uncultured, un- uncultured <laughs> thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to make too much from nature. He's drawing a general reference it's hard to say from nature. nature What's that? It's hard to say that that's nature teaching us that. That's humans having that perception. Mm-hmm. The guy should have shorter hair, women should have longer hair. Okay. The, the, it's not really nature. I don't think. Okay. So, so how would you, what would your understanding of his reference to human nature be? <coughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of a built-in perception into... Okay, so, it, it, so, so I, I, think we're getting, I think we're getting to the same point. We kind of have a built-in perception of things. Let me illustrate this. Do you have a thought? I was going to say, I mean, it tends to be that women, women would like to adorn themselves okay. in a way that they're attractive. Okay. That's a, that's, so there's one. So uh, we're going to actually talk heavily about that. So another thing is when you think of warfare. Okay. And this is another place to grab mm. the hold. Huh? And that was typically a disadvantage as well. Right. Men would typically have shorter hair. Like you look at right. you know, grapplers and stuff, they always have short hair or buzzed or shaped or something because that's another point for them to right. grab. It, it, we, we, we can get into a lot of things when, we, when, we're, when we're basing things on nature. We say, well, what about the Muslims and they had long hair and the Turks and stuff? Yeah. And that's one of the things that you can't really go back and use Caesar as an example of because they were still following Alexander the Great's yeah. model of warfare and Alexander. <laughs> Yeah. The idea of nature is is kind of Paul adding a point on in terms of he's just saying, listen, even nature, even, even human nature tends towards this way. Human nature is not something that determines doctrine. He's just adding this in a thing of a long list. It doesn't overshadow the things that he's already established. He goes back and his main argument is on creation. We want to jump off into the nature because that's interesting and fascinating and it's subjective. Uh, the, the main thing is about the what is objective. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's look at today because like we said, the last 50 years we have um, we have a a different culture. And we, we would say, well, it's not really human nature anymore. This argument falls on deaf ears. Not so. I like we, the way you're saying that about human nature. Yeah. Which is kind of culture and perception. And right. Like yeah. It's right. not really mother nature. No, 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 no. I, 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 I hate that idea. I, I, I'm not really into Gaia, so. <laughs> yeah. So this thing has a couple of different translations. One of them is the Amplified. The Amplified translates 
Yeah. So I kind of like that sense of propriety. Sure. And I think yeah. it goes back to what Katie yep. was saying about adornment and stuff like that, whereas if a guy is adorning himself and primping himself in the mirror and all that stuff, Oh, you, 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 you read my notes before I got up here. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? That would be creepy. Okay, every day, every day, every day I get in my car and there's, you know, people's schedules are the same. So there's an Asian lady. I see her all the time. Uh, she's, uh, she must leave her house just before our kids get out the door because she's always right in front of me. And, uh, and, and she's on her way to work. She's busy. She's got, I can see the, the kid's seat behind her. And, uh, and she's always brushing her hair. She's on her way to work and she's brushing. She's got long hair. Like she doesn't even, like in her car, she can't get to the end of it. So, so like probably it's really nice to like right there and then the last six inches are. Anyway. And, uh, no, no, she is, she is looking. She's, she's looking. So, so that's better. She's got a little daughter in the background, and her daughter's going like this. She's got like short hair, and she's doing this. If I came into church doing that, you'd go, hmm. Right? Nature. Sense of propriety. You'd think that's kind of creepy. Uh, nature teaches us that. Right? If I came with pretty bows in my hair, we'd go, hmm. You know? Uh, that, that song about, you know, if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear a flower in your hair. I'm like, Dude, it's a dude singing that. That's weird. That's weird. Right? But then I've been to San Francisco, so. Well, yeah. A lot of historic costumes, men were fancier than the women in terms of the way they dressed and what they Sure. So that's kind of a hard argument. So I'm not talking about the clothing. That, that, that we're not even on that subject. Maybe, but we're just talking about the hair right now. This is where Paul is at, is at the hair. Because he's talking specifically about one thing. He's not talking about generalities about men and women. He's talking about the hair. Um, and, and the role of authority. See, I promised. Nice and controversial here. <laughs> is it nature today? We have an issue today where women don't always want to be women and men don't want to be men. What do women who don't want to be women do to their hair? It's nature. When they want to look like a man. But I'm not trying to look like a man. I had a disclaimer at the beginning of this that said I'm, not, I, I'm just following the outline of Paul. Okay. It has nothing to do with what we're trying to do. I'm pointing out that when a woman does want to look like a, a man, there's something she does immediately. There's something she can control right away to change her appearance because of nature. Because of nature. Because of human perception because what God put in us because of what there is from the beginning of creation that nature that God made in us now let's come to something controversial 
if you thought that was good. How do we define long and short? There's, oh my goodness, there's any number of things that I've heard, every one of them. Huh? Oh, I mean, at a certain point, we can definitely know, okay, here and here. But it starts getting blurry, doesn't it? Maybe there's not a, a, a point on the neck or wherever. Maybe there's not a point. This is what I'll say on the subject. This is as good an answer I've ever gotten. The point at which short is short, long is long. Right? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? If you're looking over and going, oh, his is getting pretty... And uh, someone going the other way is to go, well, then coming the other way, that's the same line. Right? The point at which short is short, long is long. So if I'm thinking that's pretty sketchy, well, then I need to monitor where I'm at. The point at which someone goes, there you go, little girl. Long is long. <laughs> that's when you start blurring the line between can you tell if it's a guy or a girl. Okay, that, that's exactly right. And that authority is long. And, 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 and that's the point. Um, the idea is not that we're trying, if we're trying to define the line, those attitudes, when we started talking about attitudes at the beginning, is the problem. I'm trying to see how close I can get. Well, or I'm not caring at all. That, that would be another attitude. I simply don't care. And that's another attitude problem. So I don't try to define it, because I can't. Because Paul doesn't define it. He thinks it should be obvious. So I'm going to let it be there and get to something a little less controversial for just a moment. He says, he talks about hair being a glory. It is interesting. What does that mean, hair is a glory? To her. Why? Okay, how, how? It does, you're right. How does, how does hair honor a woman? Because the more rich and glorious it is, it's the status of wealth. Okay. Importance. Okay. <clears throat> we, we talked about if you saw me come in. Mm -hmm. We can comb our hair. We can brush our hair. Yeah. You, Hair is important to a woman's identity. Is that true? I'm not making male judgments here. I've known people that have lost their hair because of cancer. I've known women who have lost it from lupus. What, how does that affect a woman? Significant. Mm -hmm. Look around this audience here and look at the men. Right? Is this the thing that happens to us as we age? Most of us. Well, you depressed because of your hair. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have long locks, dreadlocks, or? <laughs> I wish I could tell you the story. Really? 
okay. Okay. That's something that attacks a woman's identity. Some women that have lost it have felt like they're no longer right with God mm. because they have. So, <clears throat> don't want to say it doesn't affect men, but it affects men differently. Typically, what happens in men who are losing their heads, it's more a midlife crisis thing, it's more an age thing, which is our virility. It's not the hair itself, it's not the what it what it is to our appearance it's oh no i'm getting old it's i mean it's like the same thing with these it's like oh i don't like these things they make me feel old if you want to kind of expand on that that topic a little bit and you want to go back to like just like the natural discussion and how we're built as male and female yeah some some women do lose their hair naturally but when you you look around no offense to anybody here Men typically have a much, much, much higher chance to go bald and lose their hair. Women, that doesn't happen to them in the same way. Not in the same way. No, you're right. But but even just how we're right, physically built. Right. Right. I actually have a sister that lost all of her hair. Mm-hmm. The way she corrects that is she wears a wig. Now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like yeah. My mom. My mom. Same way. Like yeah. with a guy. Well, I know Walt, but I don't think I would ever. Think Walt wanting to wear a wig. Oh, some do, some do, some do. Marv Albert. Uh, there's always Marv Albert. Uh, I mean, there's some, you know, uh, there's some that, that appearances. I'm not saying, again, nature is a generality, right? When when Paul brings that in, there's people that are exceptions to that rule. Wig sales are astronomically higher than to pay? women than men, I'm pretty sure. I, I, would, I would almost guarantee it. There's, there's different factors for that, but. Uh, <laughs> which goes to human nature it, it, your identity of who you are and so God has given this to her as a glory he said okay here's a thing that says you're in a submissive role the sign of your submissive role is going to be something that <clears throat> adds to your identity in a different way uh, as a positive, right? So, so a man grows. A, a man. Who, I mean, you see a man with a man bun. That's right. It just like like it doesn't add to his identity, and it doesn't make you go wow. But when women are, they decorate their hair. We go, oh, you did your hair different this week, right? Like you got. I hear that every week, just about. Someone comes, oh, right. We comp. There's compliments, and it is a glory. If someone came in and said, I said, Tim, you're doing your hair different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I, I, I said, within, within, a, within, a, within human nature, there are exceptions. You will not find that being the majority and anywhere in history. You won't find that being the majority.
No, so, so that's not what he's saying when he says judge for yourselves. He's saying reason this out for yourselves. He, he's given objective facts. This is not something, and, and he's adding to that when he says judge for yourself, even nature. He's like, he's like, can't you even figure this out yourself? Even nature, if you had no idea of doctrine, you should, it's just human nature. You should understand these things. That's what the idea of judging for yourself is. Judging is not, judging is not determine what you want. He's saying analyze it. Analyze this for yourself. Uh, so, we want to get to the last little bit here. Two more controversial things. We're done. And this is the most controversial will be. Head coverings. Woo! Should women wear head coverings? That's true. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Women should have head coverings. Let's. What'd you say? What has he just said is given to her for a covering? Hair. Yes. Women wear hair covering. Head coverings. It's called hair. God gave you it. Nature. Wear head coverings. The one God gave you will do fine. Right? No need to add to it. God knows how to create what he wants. So he says, if you're going to not... If, if you're, so, so the idea is, he's like, if, you're, if you're not going to... Uh, if you're not going to abide by that, there's no different than if you shaved your head. So you should just come in shaved. I don't know if he's actually requiring shaving of heads. I think he's using a motivational tool here, saying, just shave your head then. If you want to, if you want to get close to the line, just shave it off. Because he kind of goes on and says, shaving your head is not... Is dishonorable. Yes. <laughs> so, so he's saying, if you want to get close to the line here with your hair, and then, ah, well, long is long, short is short, shave it off and wear a bonnet. <coughs> well, no woman's going to do that. Okay, this one, then that one. He's also not saying that men should always have shaved hair either, because Paul shaved his head on specific occasions yep. for battles. Right. Implying that he had hair of right. some length. Right, right. So, so, I, so this is where, where it's not defined. So, so Paul went and took a vow in which for like however long it was, it was a couple months or whatever, you didn't shave your hair. So he's not going to come in looking every week tapered. Number two, um, so, so it's, it's not a hard and fast line. It's, these are general ideas. And he's trying to say, listen, look like the rules God gave you. And it comes down to eventually a heart issue. And the last one, the weird one that I'm not sure I have the answer for. I mean, if you thought I didn't have the answer then I really don't have the answer here. I don't understand the reference to angels. If anyone wants to try to tackle that one, you can. Uh, I will give my best. Um, and I, There are so many difficulties in understanding that she should do this because of the angels. Okay. Um, there are some that talk about the fallen angels in, the, in, in Genesis and reference that. I don't think that's, that it kind of makes this sound awkward. Um, 
Uh, some interpret the angel here as a reference to the evangelist, that she should, because of attracting the, the preacher. It, to me, that would be even more awkward, because what about the rest of the people, and like only him? Like, just People are throwing opinions at the wall, because they don't know either. So I don't really want to criticize them, because this is a hard passage to understand, and a hard reference. Um, the best explanation I, came, I could find, which was not my own, uh, is that uh, there's a couple of references, uh, if you want to turn, we're about at the end of time. So 1 Timothy 5.21, there's a, there's a reference to angels being a part of church assemblies. When you're gathered in, in front of the angels, I'm charging you this thing. It's not even related to this topic. But the idea that angels kind of were there invisibly as representatives of God. In other words, there's a chain of command, just like we see in here. There's a chain of command. And God is aware of things. And and these are traditions that I'm giving you. They're not optional. They're not cultural. Because he says, they're not cultural. How does he finish? He says, if anyone seems to be contentious, we don't have any other customs. This is the custom of the church, as do all the churches of God. Now, if all of the churches of God have one custom, all of the churches of God are over, at that point, a large area. And you're going to be some in Arabia, where long hair is more a culture. And you're going to be maybe in, in Western Europe, where shorter hair is a culture. And God says, and Paul says, I don't care where you're at. All of the churches have this custom. This is a tradition it's not subject to culture. So if you had a young man that came here to church and uh, had longer hair... Define come to church. Uh, would come, let's say that they came one time and then they came another time and they were here two or three times and they seemed to be interested in the church. Okay. Okay. Um, because there are. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I'm sure there's about three or four people in this yeah. congregation that have. I, I, I handle I handle things I handle things in the uh, is like math order of ops. <laughs> I, I try to remember my order of ops. Um, I try to deal with their salvation first. If I if I get their hair where I think it should be, and they go to hell, I've done nothing. I've I've, I've sent them to hell with nice hair. So, um, Mark. So, I mean, I mean, he said, you know, not looking at the Old Testament, but even in the Old Testament, whenever he's describing to the Jews, like, this is how you're going to do things. He talks about, you know, trimming your beards and hair and stuff like that. To not be like all of the cultures around them, to be set apart from them. And even this, even in our culture today, yeah, this is something that sets us apart, because especially in our time, when people like to confuse gender roles and gender identity and whatever whatever crap that they want to think of. This is still applicable. This is still mentioned effectively. This is is how you're going to do it. I'll, I'll share something. And, um, so, so when I was in college, uh, like a bunch of us worked at one restaurant, all of the kids from Bible college. And so we got a bunch of the kids there, ended up becoming Christians uh, from our youth group, really. Uh, just We'd go play volleyball, do a bunch of things. One of the kids' name is Bill Quinn. Bill Quinn came, and he had 
earrings, pretty earrings. Yeah, uh, like, like that. Pretty earrings. Well, he started hanging out. The more he hung out with us, he kind of started to adopt and, and noticed that he was a little out of place. No one said anything about it. He wasn't a Christian yet. Uh, before he was a Christian, um, we had a we had a big church gathering, and uh, and just he came one he came to uh, one of the meetings and he didn't have him in, just didn't have him in that day. I don't know if he felt awkward or or what. And um, a guy by the name of Josh just went up to him and said, "Hey, you look good. You look good." And he's never put one in since. It's just it is a different approach, without being judgmental. Um, you know, I, I mean, that might not work for everybody, but but at, at some point, I think we discuss we discuss things when it's appropriate. When 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 we've gotten some of the big stuff out of the way, when when we talk about you know, the sin and forgiveness and redemption, and we get some of that, then we go on to some other things that are important. And and we work, it's like fine-tuning, you know, and I, I don't think you start with the fine-tuning. You'll be there all day, you know. So, any other thoughts? To that point, I don't ever see a group of elders going up to a guy who right. has questionably long hair and tell him, you're going to hell because your hair I, I saw it once. Yeah. I saw it once, and it, it, they didn't come back. No, they didn't. So it's not, it's not... It's not what you handle with a non-Christian. So, All right. Thank you. It gets easier from there. <laughs>